Episode 20. By 14, you must take this test. Here's a quote from Sandra Beckham, who is David Beckham's mom. I was amazed at how devoted he was. He would start when he got back home from school and then continue until his dad got back from work. Then they would go down to the park and practice some more. He was such an amazing kid when it came to his appetite for hard work. So I'm not going to share with you a story that I recently read about David Beckham. Now, we all know Beckham as this big celebrity, um, gloried soccer star, for sure. All right, tremendous athlete, a fantastic brand, and he kind of had everything that personified with a celebrity, for sure. Now, what a lot of people don't know about Beckham is the amount of hard work and hours that he put into training to become a pro football player. And that's what I want to discuss with you in this episode, or part of it at least, is really sharing uh, his story in this. So without further ado, let me jump into this. Now, this article went along to say that most youngsters practice ball control by juggling the ball and trying to keep it off the ground. Which is, of course, accurate, right? Soccer players, when they practice juggling, you're trying to keep the ball alive in the air and keep it moving. So Beckham, as a six-year-old, would practice in the backyard in, in London. And um, just like everybody else, he started off as pretty average, right? Didn't excel at it, wasn't very good, could only do one, two, three, four juggles at a time. And, um, you know, at most, he'd get six, before the ball would fall off and hit the ground. Now, I've always said that juggling is the hardest thing for a young player to master. So imagine a six-year-old trying to juggle, right? Doesn't go very well. Seven years old, especially if you have no practice at it. it, it you need to catch the fire with juggling to actually be able to do it well and to buy into the process of wanting to do it. Now, David Beckham seems to be an exception to the rule, which makes sense eventually that he led on to become an elite football player. And uh, this is something that I even struggled with when I was growing up. I did not like juggling at all. And it wasn't until, a ni- until I was nine years old where I caught the fire of juggling. And for a long time, I hated it because it was hard. I wasn't very good at it. And then I went from nine juggles to 63 just like that, from 9 to 63, I could not beat 9. I was stuck at 9 for a long time as a 9-year-old kid. And then, bang, I hit 63. And then ever since then, I loved juggling and would do it over and over and over again. Now, let me get back into the story because that I should give you a little more insight from my perspective. Let me let me hit this for you for with Beckham, right? So, after hours and hours and mistakes of mistakes, within a year... So from six to seven, he was able to get 200, right? Makes sense. You know, you catch the fire, you can start breaking it, right? He caught that fire. By the time he hit nine years old, I'm going to say it again. By the time he hit nine years old, he had reached a new record of 2003. I'm going to say that one more time. By the time he was nine years old, he hit a new record of 2003 and for me, that smokes anybody. That beat me. I mean, I wasn't hitting 2,000 at, at nine. 
Now, I mean, I was hitting about 200 or so at nine. And in my eyes, once you hit 100, you can get 1,000. The difference is, and this is what I'm going to talk about in a second with this whole Beckham article, is that it's hours and hours and hours of practice. Doing it consistently, consecutively, over and over again. That's how you master something. So, he was able to reach 2003. He got so good by doing so much practice that his legs would hurt and he'd have to stop for a while and then try again later. Now, to his mom, Sandra, who watched him practice every single day, she could see that this wasn't a miracle that David Beckham went from 6 to 2003 in three years. She saw frustration, mistakes, disappointment, For over a thousand days. That's three years, folks. A thousand days is three years. But guess what? Every time Beckham made a mistake, he tried again. And secondly, he learned from the mistakes. He was continuously improving. Did it take time? Yes. It took a long time for him to develop the abilities to juggle At an elite level, it took a long time. And one thing about constant or one thing about juggling that's really difficult is the focus. Because you have to be so concentrated on what you're doing. Otherwise, you're going to drop the ball and then you're going to struggle with it. That's why I'm saying you need to catch the fire with juggling. So when you have a new player, let's take a young player, right? That you're introducing to soccer. Anytime I have a new player, I I introduce them right away to juggling. They hate it. They don't want to do it. It's hard. So it's about getting them to understand that it takes time. You got to educate the parent to understand that it takes time. Okay. But what it led to was developing elite and world-class ball control. And I'm going to talk about this here shortly. But I want you to I want to leave you with this point before I move on is that by juggling you develop elite ball control ability. And I'm going to explain how in a minute. Now, this persistence and work ethic helped shape and develop David Beckham to be one of the world's greatest players that got to play for teams like Manchester United and Real Madrid in his prime. That's a fantastic opportunity. Right? An elite football player. Now, what I'm going to share with you is what you essentially need to be able to do by 14 years old. This is the test I was referring to in the episode title. Okay? Now, you can probably guess what it involves at this point. And you'd be right. Juggling. So here it is. By 14 years old, you need to be able to do Without dropping or catching the ball. So you can't stop in between. You must do it the whole way through. 50 juggles with your right foot. 50 juggles with your left foot. 50 with both feet. 50 headers without dropping the ball. So in total, that's 200. I'm going to repeat again. 50 with the right foot juggles. 50 with the left foot. 
50 both feet and 50 headers. So you go right, then you transition to your left at 50, then you transition to both feet at 50, then you play it up to your head and go 50. You need to be able to do that by 14 years old in three tries. So if you this is a test. In three tries, you need to be able to do 50, 50, 50, 50, 200 without dropping or catching the ball. The second thing is that I need to make sure is abundantly clear if you're going to take this challenge. And I'm going to explain who gave it. But first, you need to make sure that you do not do the freestyle technique that doesn't count. You must do the shoelaces. Freestyle technique is when you juggle the ball with your toes and the ball stays really, really, really low. That form is not accounted for or acceptable in this challenge. It must be using the shoelaces to pop the ball back up. Okay, I'll explain why in a, in a different episode when I really break down juggling. But I need you to understand that premise. Okay, now, this challenge was set by coach Joel Frechet, a former academy coach and assistant director at Olympic Lyonnais, the same club and coach, by the way, that helped form Karim Benzema, Anthony Martial, Alexander Lacazette, Hatim Ben Arfa, Hugo Lloris, Samuel Mtiti, and more players that have played for the biggest clubs in the world, from Manchester United to Real Madrid to Barcelona. And just for the record, Coach Joel is now the head manager of the futsal part of Olympic Lyonnais. Okay, now this is the exact entry exam, so to speak. Players had to pass in phase one. To even be given a trial at Olympic Leone at 14 years old. Because he was the academy coach at 14. Or the U14 age group. For an extended period of time. This was the first challenge he would test players on. It wasn't how fast they ran. It wasn't how big they were. It wasn't how explosive they could be. It was juggling. By doing 50, 50, 50, and 50. So... If you can complete this challenge in three tries, you have one foot into one of the world's best developmental systems, Olympic Lyonnais, one of the best youth academies in the world for player development. Okay, Now, I do need to tell you that, and I don't want you to take this the wrong way, Juggling and ball control in general is not the only tool that will help you reach pro, but I do call it football's secret weapon. And here's why. Pointing case from the David Beckham story. What was the first thing they had him work on when he was a kid? Juggling. Worked on so much juggling to really develop his ball control. Now let me explain to you why. If you have phenomenal juggling ability, what this will allow you to do is one, obviously improve your touch, but at the second point, challenge you to develop other elements of ball control or tools rather. So not just using the shoelaces, for example, to control it. You could use the inside 
the outside, the thigh, the chest, and the head. These are all elements that you'll see the world's best players use. There's another article I read about Hyungmin Song from Tottenham. He would juggle for four hours a day as, his, as, as a kid. His dad pushed him to do that. And he developed into or got one of the best ball control in the world of football in this moment. His touch is ridiculous. Now, what you're going to find out next is that there's an underlying factor to the world's best players. This may be a surprise to you, but the Messi's, the Ronaldinho's, the Ronaldo's, the Zlatan's, they are fantastic jugglers. They can do thousands upon thousands. You can watch videos on YouTube, for example, Messi and Danny Alves serving the ball back and forth over 30 yards in the air without the ball touching the floor. Guess what? That's juggling. That's a surreal and elite touch that can only be developed by juggling and learning to control the ball with different parts of the body. That's why, folks, I call it football's secret weapon. It can develop, it can help you develop elite ball control, just like Messi or Ronaldinho. What juggling can do is completely transform your game to help you control any type of pass, whether it's with the inside, the outside, the laces, the sole, the chest, the thigh, the head. You've probably seen Zlatan, for example, throw his leg up in ridiculous areas and control with the outside of his foot. Do you think that happened by coincidence? Yeah, maybe it was a freak accident one time that he stuck his leg up way in the air to control it and use the outside. But rather, he probably had hours upon hours of practice controlling the ball with the outside. And then one day... The ball flew high in the air, and instead of using his chest, he got his leg up there and used the outside to bring the ball down. Just an example. But it literally sets you up. Juggling literally will set you up to develop so many different tools of this game. Because once you have the fundamental juggling technique, you can then do different challenges off of that. Here's one, for example. Juggle a couple times, three, four, five, six, seven times, Play the ball 15, 20 yards in the air and control it again without letting it bounce or hit the floor or anything like that. You keep it alive and you keep juggling. Do it as many times as you can without dropping the ball. And again, not using the freestyle technique. Juggling with your shoelaces, with the inside, with the outside. Juggle a couple, play it high in the air, juggle again. All right, soccer tennis is a great tool. Learning how to control the ball out of the air. And there's various rules you can play with. One bounce. No bounce. You can only take a bounce after you've taken a touch. right? Things like that that can really challenge your ball control. And soccer tennis is a critical element for developing that. Because now it's a competition against another player. So as a reminder. Football's secret weapon. Juggling. I'm going to end the episode with this question. How's your touch? Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. 
And I only have one ask quickly, and that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because, as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody. Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you. Hey guys, I absolutely love that you're checking out and listening to the podcast. And I only have one ask quickly, and that would be if you could please share this podcast with somebody else that you maybe know that is going through the system or struggling to navigate it from the youth soccer perspective. And that would mean the absolute world to me because as you know, I don't sell anything through the podcast and I don't have any sponsorships. And the more people that I can help, that is my overall objective. So I would absolutely love if you could share this with somebody Take the five seconds to do so by sending it through social media or WhatsApp or whatever way that you like to share content. And I will make sure that I continue to deliver valuable and insightful content for you.